welcome back to the podcast. Happy Monday. I hope that you've had a nice restful weekend, took some time for yourself, um, practiced some self-care. I hope we're all doing good. Welcome back to a new episode. I just wanted to start by saying thank you so much for all the like love and kindness regarding the podcast because I genuinely kind of deeped it this week when I like was looking through messages and stuff I was like wow like like you guys actually seem to really like the podcast and are just being so nice about it and so supportive with respect to it which I didn't I'm not gonna say like I didn't think would happen because I like you guys are amazing but I just didn't think it would be I don't know I didn't think I would have as much like nice feedback on it and I think with a podcast, it's quite hard to, like, you don't really get a lot of feedback. You don't get, like, comments. You don't have, like, follows and stuff as much. And, yeah, it's just really cool. Also, the podcast Instagram, we're on, like, 8,000 followers, which is crazy. Like, I do not know how that's happened. But, yeah, if you don't follow it, you should go follow along because I would love to get 10,000. Then I could do the little swipey thing. I don't know what I want to link, but I'll link something cool, something important um, <laughs> when I can. So, yeah follow along if you want to and just so you know I don't post all the time so it's not annoying (laughs) sometimes that's nice when people do that but like it's not it's not gonna be bombarding your feed so how was my week I went on a really nice walk to Dean Village with Shreya this morning it's like a little area with like a river and trees and stuff like that it's just really pretty we also got some sushi from my sushi place that is just open my favorite favorite place um I've mentally been pretty good update on our water actually because I know you're you know dying to hear the update so if you listen to last week's episode you know that our water tastes really weird and someone from Scottish water came and like took samples to test it and basically then Neve got kind of ill which was really worrying because we were like oh my god is the water like really bad I personally don't think that she got ill because of that I think it was just like a chance they're all coinciding at the same time but we called up Scottish Water again and we're like um we're kind of ill and they were like oh this is not good they've delivered us loads of water which I hate because it's like in plastic bottles but they are literally telling us not to drink the water so I don't know at least they're like on top of it and they like came and delivered us like these loads of bottles of water this is just like such a random thing to happen but here we are I also got a mirror this week. I'm so excited about it. I haven't had a full-length mirror at uni since... I had one in first year, but it was one of those rubbish ones that's, like, stuck on the wall and is really thin. And you just can't really see very much, can you? So I haven't... And even at home, I don't have... Like, like I have a full-length mirror, but it's not that good. It's, like, kind of thin. And I've always wanted one of those huge ones. And I bought myself one. (laughs) I told myself just, you know, because it was my birthday may as well go for it and get something really nice so yeah I got a mirror and it got delivered this week I'm so happy like it's so big that I just feel like I can finally see my outfit be amazing for pictures as well and yeah I just think it's really nice so I'm very happy with that we've also been playing a lot of bananagrams in our flat it is kind of like a version of scrabble except you get your own it's not on a board but you kind of make your own scrabble thing like you're not all contributing to the same tree you get your own one and it's just a really fun game so me and you've been playing that a lot what else what else i've got lots of deadlines coming up so i'm a little bit kind of apprehensive about that for some reason i have loads of deadlines at the end of the semester instead of in the middle normally 
I feel like the middle of the semester is really stressful but for me it's like the end this time I had that group presentation that I did last week I've got a group project coming up I've got like a problem set that's like 20% of my grade coming up and I've got a mini exam before Easter as well and then we also got our exam timetables for after Easter mine is okay like I'm going to be doing exams and revising and stuff for a really long time because the exams are so spread out kind of annoyed me at first because I was like oh my other like some of my other friends are going to finish before me and I'm going to be really jealous I think this is probably for the best because I have like 10 days between all my exams so I can like really really revise in those that time and just I should be in a position where I don't have to stress too too much and like I have plenty of time to keep on top of everything and just yeah I'd like to do well so I guess it's a blessing (laughs) and yeah I feel like social media and the news has been really heavy this week and yeah it's just been a lot so I hope you're all doing good and I feel anyway like a certain pressure and responsibility to like keep up with the news and interact with like posts online and like see what you know people are saying about the news and see what people are saying about like everything that's happening and I think that's like important to keep yourself you know up to date and informed but I do think there comes a point where it's like you do just need downtime to like think about other things and like yeah just be a bit more present and less I don't know that sort of thing I think is really important but it definitely stresses me out sometimes so yeah this is just a little note to say that it's okay to take time off of that stuff and focus on yourself and your mental health because you can't pour from an empty glass and you can't you know help other people and be a good you know citizen of the earth or whatever if you aren't looking after yourself my gratitude for this week number one is that there are new rules in scotland starting tomorrow i'm recording the podcast on a thursday this week like i'm really ahead of the game but yeah so by the time this is up it's already some new rules it's nothing crazy just like a few more people you can see outside and stuff i think it's really nice just to see that things are going in that direction instead of the other way which I feel like we've been in this lockdown for a really long time and of the three lockdowns this has been the hardest by so far yeah it's just nice to see things like easing like doing a little bit better um my second gratitude is I have so much chocolate left over from my birthday which I have steadily been making my way through I'm trying not to like you know down it all at once and like be really gentle and calm with it (laughs) and yeah it's just nice to have like loads of chocolate like it's just a fun time my wins for the week this morning I did half of my group project that like my little section that I've got to do and I just woke up I sat at my desk at like quarter to eight I think and I just banged it out like no phone for like two and a half hours which I hardly ever do I don't want you to think that I'm like crazy productive and then feel bad about yourself because this is a rarity for me but that's why it's a win because I like I actually got through it and I was really motivated I had that walk with Shreya at 11 and I think that's what made me do it because I was like it's so like I need I want this done like I want to have this ticked off my to-do list by the time I go on that walk and I think that's what's actually been really difficult about like the pandemic and just working from home studying from home whatever you're up to is that there aren't many deadlines obviously you have deadlines with work and you have deadlines you know with uni and stuff but you in like your day-to-day there aren't that many deadlines because usually I'd be working around oh okay well I've got to go to that lecture at this time or I've got I don't know to go see this friend at this time or I've got cheer this evening so I need to get all my work done before then 
and you just kind of like fit in your tasks around all that other stuff but when all that other stuff falls away and you've just got the whole day and a list of tasks it is really easy to make them last so much longer than they need to I can't remember what it's called but there's like a theory where things take you as long as you have and at the moment we have so much time and I feel like I'm just making things take longer than they need to that work I did this morning took me two and a half hours I could have easily spent six hours on it which is worrying like I really could have done because when you have the whole day like if I wrote on like Sunday for example I just wrote oh work on the project I could have genuinely done it all day and like a very bad pace and like half on my phone and procrastinating and stuff yeah definitely a win that I just got it done and like did it I have the other half to do and I have no clue how to do it so I'm gonna have to ask someone for help next week but let's just focus on the positives for now and then my other win is that this is the end of week eight of the semester I never want to wish the semester away because I definitely don't want to be a graduate but I just feel like it's an achievement to have like made it through another week of like studying online because I find it so difficult and it's so not suited to me as a person so I'm just yeah proud of myself making it through two weeks to go and then I finished all of third year content which is insane obviously I have exams to sit after Easter but yeah it's gonna be like really weird quote for this week I had like a mind blank I don't think I've done the quote for weeks have I is anyone noticing (laughs) I don't think I did it I definitely didn't do it last week and I probably didn't do it the week before I'm gonna try and remember because I do really like the quote thing but for some reason it just slipped my memory but this week's quote it's okay to take up space and I think that's very relevant to the topic that we've got for this week which is feminism and I think me doing this episode was definitely prompted by a lot of different things which are like happening at the moment so just I guess I'll just start out with the definition of feminism I feel like you'll you all know but it is the belief in social economic political equality of all the sexes which I think surely we can all agree is the best thing like I don't think anyone's going to disagree with that hopefully (laughs) but yeah just with International Women's Day was last Monday maybe I was thinking maybe I should have done this episode to go out on International Women's Day but since then I just think other things have you know come about and happened yeah it's a a big big talk at the moment so I felt like this would be a good time to talk about it instead I don't want to talk about like the news and things like that too much because I know you all will have seen it so much um just with that and then also a statistic that 97% of women in the UK have been sexually harassed that that like surfaced this week yeah it's just really got me thinking about feminism and the patriarchy misogyny the society we live in and hopefully this episode is going to be a little bit of a deep dive into it I I'm not gonna make this episode like you know feminism 101 like make a whole episode about like educating you specifically about it but I'm just kind of gonna chat through things that I found like interesting relevant recently and just things that I think about I've also asked for you guys to send in some thoughts on Instagram which I'll chat through and I just want this to be a chat about feminism you know I feel like these sort of things come up in conversation often and I just want this to be another conversation I think it's really important actually to make space for these conversations and like keep having them and keep making them. If you are one of the 6% of men who listen to this podcast, hey yeah, thank you very much, especially for clicking on this episode. It means a lot to me and 
yeah you are the ones that need to do the work so <laughs> thank you for coming on to the episode it means a lot I don't know what what percent of women it is I think it's like 92 or something maybe I've got that all wrong I think it okay no I think it's 94% women and then like 4% men and then non-binary and other as well so hello to everybody who is not a man um hopefully you will resonate with this episode so yeah just back to that statistic 97% of women being sexually harassed sadly do not find this hard to believe at all in fact I find it hard to believe it's not higher when you think about the fact that like catcalling is like just one example of sexual harassment I find it incredibly hard to believe there are women out there who have not experienced that genuinely like from the bottom of my heart like I do not think I know I like I know nobody in my life who hasn't experienced that so yeah 97% maybe more in my opinion I remember this time I was actually like this is kind of like a random story but I thought relevant to tell it right now I was in like I was in like a park with Rihanna my friend and I think I'm like 14 at this point maybe 15 and this boy runs up behind me like hits my bum kind of hard and like I'm not gonna like I didn't see him coming and I didn't like know it was happening so I was like oh my god I felt like I was gonna fall over kind of thing and then he like kept running on with his friends and they were laughing I was just thinking about the other day how in that moment I was so embarrassed I felt so awkward I wanted to like sink into the ground and like anybody that turned around and looked I was like stop looking like oh my god this is so embarrassing and I was young like obviously those feelings are natural but like it's just so annoying and silly how when something like that happens and I'm very like grateful to say that I like I've never really been through anything much worse than that but obviously this did have an impact on me because I still remember it to this day interestingly but anyway yeah when something like that happens it's you've been sexually harassed it's not embarrassing like why why did I feel embarrassed it's just a weird thing that I've been thinking about recently is that like it's not embarrassing you've been like violated so just 97 percent. I just really think it's more than that anyway every girl every one of you listening who is a girl you know what it's like taking the long route home walking on the well-lit streets you know talking on the phone to somebody like you know saying goodbye to a friend and being like text me when you're home and you know waiting up for the text countless other things like I feel like we changed our behavior quite a lot um to feel safer and to live a safer life I think the focus needs to shift from you know us you know being dressed modestly like walking on well-lit roads and you know all of this stuff the focus needs to shift to changing the behavior of the people who make these situations unsafe seen a lot of not a lot actually but like I've heard that you know there has been some talk of the fact that why was she walking home alone at night things like that and it's like firstly she did like I'm sure you've seen that post that like tells like she did everything right she was on the phone she was wearing like brightly colored clothing etc etc it's just crazy that are like blaming the victim there is no way you should not be able to walk home somewhere like there is no way that 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 is like a society I don't want to be a part of it's just if the world is that unsafe that then that is a huge issue like that's what's most worrying is that people are thinking that that's a society that you know that's just how it is well that's just how it is no uh, I'm not gonna stand for that 
I also just wanted to touch on, basically, I've just written down a list of things that I was just like, oh, I'll, I'll talk about that, that's interesting to me, and then I'll get on to your questions and whatever, like, there's no structure to this episode. I'm sorry if you like when everything's, like, planned out and structured, because I just feel like I'm not about that. <laughs> Obviously, a big part of feminism is, like, intersectionality, and if your feminism doesn't include everyone, then you are just perpetuating systems of oppression. So your feminism should include women of colour, trans women, LGBTQ women, disabled women, sex workers, etc. Your feminism should include everyone and otherwise it's not feminism. (laughs) And I think that that's like talked about, again, I feel like I live in like a social media bubble a little bit because everyone I follow talks about that sort of thing all the time but I'm sure it only took me to this week somehow I ended up on Piers Morgan's Twitter which I do not recommend going to it's not a fun place it does not make you feel good and it leaves you worried about the society and the world that we live in but I feel like I live in like this bubble of like people who are very like feminist activism and you know all the good things and then I kind of forget that there are people out there who who don't like know these things or learn these things or care for them yeah, it's really important for, like, femi- as feminists, for us to be as intersectional as possible. As, like, somebody who is mixed race, I feel like I have my own experiences with this. Um, but then there are so many experiences that I can't, like, understand and speak from. Like, I have never questioned my gender. That's, like, such a struggle that I can't relate to and I know nothing about. And, like, it's really important for me to learn about and educate myself on. I wrote down a list of things the patriarchy has done to us. <laughs> um, <laughs> now I'm looking at it, I'm like, is this productive to just like list off things that are shit? But just as some examples, shaving. Unjaded Jade has an amazing video on shaving, which I recommend watching. And basically the people who own Razor countries, I think it companies, I think it's Gillette or one of them, decided that they needed more more money, more power. Um, So they decided to make it a thing that women should shave their legs. And I think it's so interesting because to me, I'm like, for a long time, I like shave my, I do still shave my legs, but like, I always thought, I just genuinely like having shaved legs. I feel better. I like it better. But then I try and like, it's really hard to like strip away everything you've been taught and everything that society has shown you and told you. And like, think at your very core, do you actually like shaving? Just think about it for a second. (laughs) Like, do you actually want to? Nobody else shaved, would you, would you do it, you know? If it wasn't a social norm, would you, you know, shave just because you really like it? I don't know, I think it's confusing. I personally, when I think about it, like, when I really think about it, I don't think I would. I'm quite lazy, I don't really like, I just am so lazy with that stuff. So it's just like interesting to think about. I only shave the bottom half of my legs now for some reason, it's just progress I guess. <laughs> and yeah, sometimes when I look down and I like see the hair, sometimes it does bother me. I think I do, I do think it bothers me because of the way I've been like taught for it to bother me as opposed to it just genuinely bothering me. Like for example right now, like the trend is to have like thicker eyebrows I guess. And why is that hair so different, you know, like, it's not the fact that hair is gross, because hair on your head is a social norm, hair on your eyebrows, your eyelashes, those are all social norms, but hair on your legs, it's a norm to remove, and I always, it rubs me up the wrong way that, like, whenever people say that 
you know, the way you are naturally isn't right. Like, you should be able to, like, be your full natural self and that be so, like, that be completely fine. Um, you know, however your hair looks when it's natural should be accepted by everybody. However your legs look when you don't do anything to them should be accepted by everyone. And I don't think we should shame people or say, you're, I'm a better feminist than you because I don't shave my legs. Because firstly, we'll get into some of, some of that sort of thing in a second, but people can make their own decisions. But I think the issue is when you feel like you have to do something that you just don't really want to do. Um, I think the patriarchy has also caused a lot of kind of competition between women. And I think for so long, we have been taught that, you know, if like, you kind of have to like, face hardships and battles to, to like, be successful. And I guess we've been taught that there isn't, you know, that much success out there. If, for example, maybe you see another girl doing something really cool. And I feel like sometimes there's feelings of jealousy because we have been taught that there is not enough success for everyone. I think we, like, us as women and the society needs to allow for it, but, like, we need to switch to a growth mindset. Everyone can be successful. And I think you see it a lot in, like, movies and stuff, like, demonising, kind of, like, being girly or, like, really feminine. Like, for example, in Mean Girls, Regina George obviously wears a lot of pink. She cares a lot about, like, I don't know, things that would be traditionally thought of as girly and it's kind of demonized and it's like it kind of feeds into the whole I'm not like other girls you know I'm not like other girls I I don't wear makeup I'm not like other girls I'm friends with boys all of that sort of thing and it's like why do you want to be not like other girls is it because you like why why is there a problem with that like we should all like I think women are great I want to be like you know so many people I see on like my Instagram in my real life inspire me so much I want to be just like them the whole I'm not like other girls is kind of again going back to like this competition of like oh I'm better than her or like you know I'm not like her like you you wouldn't understand I'm just I'm just so different (laughs) um it sounds silly but I feel like it genuinely like I definitely used to have this kind of mindset or like you know these sort of thoughts go through your mind where you're like it's cool to be really different um and it's almost sort of as like cool to you know like I'm not like other girls like I'm really into sports and things that I'm into business or things that maybe are traditionally thought of as more masculine like jobs for men and the aim of feminism is equality it's not for like you to be like a man or be like the traditional ideals of a man actually I am like other girls and that's pretty cool because other girls are great uh, I also thought about how I always, my emails, by the way, are appalling. Every inch of feminism leaves my body when I write an email. I'm like, hiya, Charlotte, how are you? I hope you had the best weekend. Just popping in to ask a quick question. I hope that's okay. Um, I'm not really sure if this is silly, but, and then, you know, ask my question. My emails are appalling. I don't know why I do it. I th- it just comes so naturally to me. Like the words just like, I just look down and they're already typed. <laughs> It's the idea that, like, you kind of have to feel like you need to apologise for everything. You're like, oh, I'm not sure about this. I'm I'm really sorry, but it, would I be able to, like, ask about this? Or I think there might be a mistake, but I think I'm probably just confused. Like, no, you know there's a mistake. Just tell them. Um, and my emails are so bad. Like, I need to work on them. <laughs> even, like, my texts. Like, even to other women like it's not even just a men thing it's like I actually cannot send a message that is direct because I just feel like 
I think I just don't feel good enough to. Like, I don't feel smart enough or I don't know I just do not feel like confident enough to send a message and be like this is this is it you know another thing I wrote down is the kind of shame around sex and like the fact that if a guy sleeps with loads of girls it's kind of like cool I guess obviously everyone has their own opinion on that I don't think that like not like I not everyone thinks that cool I couldn't really care less but to their friends for example that's kind of cool but then they wouldn't receive the same like a girl wouldn't receive the same treatment and boys would talk of talk down to them and like slut shame or you know women we do this so much slut shame other women uh bringing bringing other women down competition between girls is like a big part of like feminism and I think it has been like the patriarchy misogyny etc that has caused us to feel this way but that's a big thing I think for us to work on as women as well um I also have a little rant about the fact that so many men will okay so many men is probably an exaggeration I don't really know (laughs) but for example people will be like oh I wouldn't want my daughter to you know be a sex worker or be in porn or you know etc but then it's the same men who are creating that demand watching porn going to strip clubs etc and you know they're creating the demand for these things and then they're confused why people are doing them like it just doesn't make sense to me because you obviously like porn you know you're watching it but then why are you shaming the people in it it just like it just doesn't make sense to me some of the questions from Instagram now I'm so I don't know if that was like good I just literally sat for like 20 minutes and chatted about like the randomest stuff maybe that wasn't the best way of doing this episode okay we're on Instagram now oh interesting question what was the first sexist thing you recognized and when you started becoming aware of it um that's really difficult oh actually this is a fun story I was in primary school this isn't the first thing I can't really think of what it was but I went to a mixed primary school and we had a day which was like pirates and princesses and it was basically own clothes day mufti day whatever you call it dress down day um so we got to wear our own clothes instead of our uniforms and the idea was like you can dress up as a pirate or a princess like that was the that was the theme now nowhere did it say that you had to be a pirate if you were a boy or a princess if you were a girl but I do think people kind of like just assumed that 10 year old me thought fine I'll single-handedly take down feminism I can do it like whatever I'll just go as a pirate to pirates and princesses day like fine I'll be the one to do it and I went as a pirate which is actually really out character for me because I never especially when I was younger never liked doing anything that made me look different or made me like stand out in a crowd I just for some reason felt like a big fat feminist this day so I wore I think I wore like a little waistcoat which cringes me out thinking about that now denim shorts and leggings the classic primary school outfit I think I had like an eye patch from our dressing up box we had at home and I went as a pirate and I think maybe that's that's one of my earliest memories of like 
you know, fighting sexism. <laughs> it's like a protest or something. I remember one of my guy friends at the time went as a princess and I just remember it not being, like, for some reason, looking back, I'm like, oh, that was quite a bold move from us. But, like, in the moment, I was like, oh, I just want to be a pirate, whatever, it doesn't matter. And at the end of the day, the teacher was, like, dismissing us and she was like, okay, pirates, off you go. And I just walked out of that classroom like, yep, I'm a pirate and <laughs> leaving school early. So... The clothes we choose to wear and if they attract men is that our fault definitely it's so not your like it's not your fault in any way you should be able to wear whatever you want how little self-control do these people have like in school for example obviously i went to school in the uk so we had uniforms but like in america i've heard there's like rules where you have to like cover your shoulders for example and like we had those kind of rules on like dress like mufti day and stuff as well and it's like Firstly, a shoulder is not in any way sexual. And if somebody is being distracted by that, awfully disgusting. And I don't know how it's just kind of like this unspoken thing is like, oh, it might distract someone. Where it's like, well, that's a huge issue. Like, that is awful. Like, you need to address that before you even start talking about the what the fuck I'm wearing because, well, who could care less? Just think it's like so frustrating. Especially in like, like teacher environments where it's like, I went to an all-girls school for a bit and you know, if there was any suggestion that, like, a male teacher would be distracted by something you were wearing, well, it's just, like, well, what the fuck is wrong with them? Like, that's such a big issue, especially in a school, so boys will be held accountable for their actions, retweet, retweet. A lot of people saying that feminism must be intersectional, which obviously I've already spoken about, but just so important, and I'm glad that, like, a lot of people are saying that, because it is really vital, like, if it's not intersectional, it is not feminism, like, it just, I, it just doesn't make sense to have a movement about fighting for equality for women and then leave out so many women from that fight. Like, it just doesn't make any sense. When people say they're a feminist but then judge how other women dress. Now, I so agree that this is not, like, this is not okay. And I do hear, a, like, I do kind of feel like I see this, like, often or, like, just, like, you know, random things said in conversation. And I think it's difficult because we like as women I think we do need to work on this um and I need to work on this (laughs) but I also think that it's like it's the society it's the patriarchy that have created us to feel this way I think it's more about like education and like learning and like you know you've got to like really like relearn everything you know so it's a lot of work and it's a lot of like it's gonna take time so I don't think it's always just about like you know rolling your eyes at people who say those things because I think if you come back with like something I don't know like if you're like if someone says to you oh what are they wearing and you're like oh I I, like oh I think that's nice like or if you just say I don't know oh it doesn't really matter to me what they're wearing things like that and then just maybe help other people think like oh yeah you're right like it doesn't matter what they're wearing it's got nothing to do with me I think it's anti-feminist when people who claim to be feminists shit on other women who have chosen to housewife rather than have a full-time job I think this is a bit like the I'm not like other girls where you know, the stereotype is maybe to like things that are pink, be more girly, um, be into having children and a house and a family and things like that. What we should be like fighting for is the fact that you can do whatever you want with your life. Like that's the, that's the ultimate goal. But what I think is wrong is when it comes to being like, oh, well, you're not a feminist or you're not a good feminist because you're following the stereotypes and people should be able to make their own decisions for their own lives like it's literally the equality it isn't 
dominance or and like I just feel like we should be able to do whatever we want if you want to be a housewife like what is the issue there especially something like that that just doesn't affect anybody else I think the the main thing is just making it that like everyone can choose like we need more choice also something I should have talked about earlier is um garment workers the fast fashion industry because it is one of the most sexist industries I think it's like 80% of clothes are made by women I think that's right like fast fashion you know the ones I'm talking about boohoo etc will release products on international women's day printed like empowered or like women supporting women and things like this but then they are the ones mistreating their workers making them work in unsafe conditions and paying them below living wages and polluting the you know towns they call home and yeah it's just so not feminist feminism needs to include garment workers because i think especially like outside of the white the west there is so much work to be done in terms of feminism i watched this documentary a couple years ago i wouldn't recommend i don't even know what it's called so i can't recommend it uh i think it's called india's daughter india's something like that it's on netflix and it is the most heartbreaking thing i've ever watched i really like massive trigger warning like rape etc like it's really difficult to watch yeah but like watching something like that really made me think that outside of like the west and like the society that i kind of am a part of mainly obviously i have indian family and stuff there's so much feminist work to be done in more underdeveloped countries and it's just so important to put the focus on like again as we're going back to every single time every woman like feminism includes every single woman so yeah very important how to encourage feminism to family members my family are like very good at this sort of thing it's important to like come from a place of like education as opposed to like throwing shade out there because I think for example if you have grown up a man you're a man um there are some things that like you just won't know and you won't think about you don't know how they feel etc the same way someone who is you know a person of color has gone through things and feels things that a white person cannot feel it's about like educating and like sharing your opinion if people argue back i guess that's more of a problem but sometimes it is genuinely just that they have never had they've had the privilege that they'd never had to think about that sort of thing so like sharing it and you know saying like your experience and how it makes you feel i think is really powerful and i feel like that tends to make people understand um in terms of like family members obviously these things can get heated if people like argue back it's just so important to like make these conversations especially if you're a guy like question your friends if someone says something misogynistic like sexist etc be the person to say actually I don't agree with that that doesn't really sit well with me be the person to say it because it's so important that it's just so important okay uh not all men has been trending somebody says okay not all men I feel like is a silly like phrase because firstly 97% of women have experienced sexual harassment okay um it doesn't matter if it's all men one man 50% it does not matter because think how many women are experiencing it like literally almost every single person not all men but almost every woman yeah so it doesn't really matter like it doesn't matter I'm 100% sure there are amazing feminist men out there million percent sure but i just think that not all men or like not all men it's like why are we focusing on that as opposed to the actual issue talk about equality of like boys and girls in uni i think my course is like quite male dominant like economics 
um although all of my friends on it are girls and I feel like I always end up finding girls to be friends with so I don't know if I've like directly experienced that I know Rihanna does engineering and she like has said there's like literally so many boys on her course and I think it's about like people feel like I think what a common theme within like women is that you feel like you can't do it you don't think you're gonna get into whatever university to study whatever like this like lack of confidence which has been you know shown to you through society like that that has been taught to you that like maybe you can't do those things and yeah it's really really hard to like fight against that and don't beat yourself up (laughs) about about fighting against it because it's so hard but yeah I would love to see like more equality within university and you know a better ratio gender ratio in all courses I think that women should be able to do any course they want as should men so talk about the fear of gaining weight okay this is really interesting so like I think this is a common thing within like a lot of women it's just the way that you look and the way you appear to others and I think a lot of that is like about the male gaze and about impressing men on impressing you know other people like you should be able to live your life in like a healthy way and do what feels right for you without like worrying about the way that you appear to others and you know I've seen a lot of people talking about I've seen people literally posting on their story like June 21st oh my god I'm like diet starts tomorrow like I'm so ready to go and it's like why are we changing the way we look the way we are but that makes no sense at all you should be able to do whatever you want feel as healthy as you want do things to you know, fuel your body and make you happy if like you shouldn't be aiming to look a certain way I don't think and speaking from experience it will not bring you what you think it will a lot of people asking about the whole Megan Harry situation and like I said do not go on Piers Morgan's Twitter. It's a sad time. Um, my opinion, I feel like the most harmful thing for society at the moment, like we're in a pandemic, everybody's mental health is low, like everyone's. I really think it's like, so harmful to be spreading the message that people who come forward and say they are struggling with something are not going to be believed. I think that is like the worst message to possibly be spreading right now. So many people will be struggling with their mental health. You know, if you post on your story that you don't believe Megan and you don't believe what she said, she probably is not going to see that. But tons of your friends who are going through, you know, maybe depressive episodes, suicidal thoughts perhaps, going through difficult times, they're the ones that are going to be affected. And I just think it's disgusting that people are so, so quick to like dismiss also just about like the racism I guess I obviously don't know any of the royal family members (laughs) um but I think as an institution like the royal family has been built on elitism classism racism like how could it not be a racist institution it literally like the UK like Britain colonized so much of the world how could it not be you know how could race not come into it at all it just doesn't make sense to me and I think Yeah, I think especially about the mental health stuff, it's, like, so important to recognise that, like, it's so hard to come forward and say that, like, you know what, I actually can't do this anymore, like, I need help. And the most harmful, harmful thing is telling people that that there's nothing wrong and, like, showing to others that you don't care. I just think it's not, not acceptable. Okay, so hopefully I have given you something to think about. 
um this episode is definitely all over the place but I'm really excited about it I hope that like you enjoyed it I hope we can continue the discussion if you want to comment something on on Instagram on growing with the flow underscore podcast or you can send me a dm whatever you want um I would love to like continue the conversation and yeah thank you to everybody who sent in a response because obviously um that's really helpful and my thoughts for the week I think if you're a guy listening to this do something this week to help the feminist movement that would be lovely and if you are a woman know that you deserve to take up space you deserve everything you have you deserve more um and I love you and we're amazing (laughs) and don't let anybody tell you otherwise so yeah I love you all so so much thank you for tuning into this week's episode and I will catch you next Monday